Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you're here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Welcome back, my beautiful friend. Well, welcome to a brand new Tuesday if you are listening on schedule. And if you're not, welcome to whatever day of life this is for you. No matter what, it's a gift and we're ready to get it started today. We're approaching the halfway point of June already. And just want to remind you, if you think that a regular month of life goes fast. Well, girl, let me remind you how summer months seem to go by at double warp speed. So let's slow things down here for a few minutes. We'll be present in this moment and open our hearts to the message we're about to receive. And it's going to be a powerful one for you. I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, You've Got Talent. One of the things I most remember when I went to see The Lion King on Broadway when I was a young teenager was sitting close enough to the stage to where you could actually see down into the orchestra pit below the stage. So if you've never experienced this before, I was totally new to me. It's actually where the orchestra is not in behind the actors or beside. In some theaters, they're actually down below underneath them. And it was really cool to see. But I remember seeing the conductor and all the different sections. You know, you've got the woodwinds and the brass and the strings. And within every section, they had a multitude of instruments and every single instrument played a part. It had a role. It was essential in harmonizing and creating the highs and the lows and the louds and the softs. And it just made everything come together and every single instrument played a key role in the overall performance. No one instrument had an unimportant role. And in a way, this is exactly how it is in a community of believers. And Jesus once told a parable, and he called it the parable of the talents. And I had a moment of just connecting some dots that brought this huge aha moment to me where I had never considered this before. So when I read it and we go through it, I'm going to explain this aha moment I had, and I think it's going to totally change the way you hear this story as well. It's often referred to also as the parable of the bags of gold, and it can be found in Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 to 30. And it's um, a bit of a longer parable, but I'm going to read it today from the message translation. In this translation, these are um, 
Jesus's words put in a modern day context, okay? So it's also like a man going off on an extended trip. He calls his servants together and delegates responsibilities. To one, he gave $5,000. To another, 2000 To a third, 1000 depending on their abilities. Then he left. Right off, the first servant went to work and doubled his master's investment. The second did the same, but the man with the single thousand dug a hole and carefully buried his master's money. After a long absence, the master of those three servants came back and settled up with them. The one given $5,000 showed him how he had doubled his investment. His master commended him, good work, you did your job well. From now on, be my partner. The servant with the $2,000 showed how he had also doubled his master's investment. His master commended him, good work, you did your job well. From now on, be my partner. The servant, given 1000 said, Master, I know you have high standards and hate careless ways, that you demand the best and make no allowances for error. I was afraid I might disappoint you, so I found a good hiding place and secured your money. Here it is, safe and sound, to the last cent. The master was furious. That's a terrible way to live. It's criminal to live cautiously like that. If you knew I was after the best, why did you do less than the least? The least you could have done would have been to invest the sum with the bankers, where at least I would have gotten a little interest. Take the thousand and give it to the one who risked the most. And get rid of this play it safe, who won't go out on a limb. Throw him into utter darkness. As with everything Jesus taught through parables, there is always a message or deeper layer that we can work to uncover to get the deepest teaching from it. On the surface, It would appear that Jesus was teaching about financial investing, about taking your money and using it in a way that could bring you more. But if you peel back the layers a bit, you'll discover something more. Now, back in Jesus's day, a talent was a measure of money. It was actually a lot of money. Each talent was equivalent to 20 years of wages for an average worker. In the parable, the first man was given five talents, the second two, and the third one. You see, each man was given a different amount, but bottom line was that each was entrusted with an amount. And in God's kingdom, there are no small amounts. Every investment is important. What matters most to Jesus is not what you have, but what you do with what you have. So let's shift our perspective to what a talent is in modern day. And a talent now is also referred to as a gift, ability, a skill. And we all have talents, right? Each of us have different talents. Some of us feel like we don't have as many as others. And some of our talents are just so out there. You know, I'm thinking I've called this title purposely, you've got talent. And, you know, on these shows, these talent shows, we look at people with these exceptional talents and we think, oh my gosh, I'm just so ordinary. But when we start to look at ourselves, we've each got specific and special and intentional talents given to us from Jesus. And they're made for 
a special purpose. What we're made, what we're designed to do is to use our talents to create opportunities which can improve not only our quality of life, but the quality of life of others. We are meant to invest our talents to create betterment for others. You see, just like in the orchestra where the flute is equally valuable to the tuba, in our orchestra of humanity, your talents, whether big or small, are valuable and designed to be used to bring glory to God for the good of others. In another one of Jesus' teachings, Jesus discloses what the most important commandments are. And in Mark chapter 12, verse 29 to 31, he says that you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, and all your strength. And he says that the second is equally important, to love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. So if we were to think about how we look at our own talents, we need to realize that they have been given to each of us in different quantities, in different ways, and in different areas so that we can ultimately use our talents and abilities in ways that bring glory to our creator and can help our neighbors and help show them love in some way. I want you to take a moment now to think about the talents or the skills abilities and gifts that you've been given. And some of you really need to reflect upon this today, as many of you are going to try to tell me that you don't have any. I want you to take a moment right now to think about the talents, skills, abilities, and gifts that you have been given. And some of you may really need to reflect upon this today because I know many of you would try to tell me that you don't have any talents. You know what? Maybe you can't sing. Maybe you can't dance. Maybe you're not super athletic, but girl, I can tell that you are overflowing with talent. You've been given some to invest in others. It might be a talent with your characteristics, a talent with your personality. Who knows? You could consider having patience, lots of patience to be a talent because Lord knows in this society that that's a virtue not as many people have as we would like, right? So it could be just simple things with abilities you have, but also qualities you have too. Here's where we're going to break this down into how important it is to use our talents because two major mistakes people do with their talents is number one, sometimes forgetting to invest them at all. Just like the play it safe in our parable, some people are afraid to invest their talents and they don't want to use them or share them or make wise investments with them. And the second is to only invest your talent looking for a return for yourself, to only use them in ways that benefit you. And these are huge mistakes, my friends. In the kingdom of God, success is not what the world defines it as. Success is not fame or popularity wealth, or praise. Success in the eyes of God is exercising responsibility, seizing every opportunity, and using your abilities to bring praise to God and other people. What a mindset shift. Going back to our parable, in the end, the man who had the five bags of gold and the man who had the two bags of gold were each rewarded equally. They didn't start with the same amount, but that didn't matter. God used what they started with only as a starting place. Their reward 
depended on their effort and their faith in action. What they did with all they had is what mattered. The first two servants brought forth effort. The third brought forth an excuse. Girl, isn't this us at times? Our actions, choices, and habits, and how we steward our talents and resources that God has given us is what will paint the ultimate picture. Either we will arrive in heaven and have to explain to God that even though he blessed us with abilities, we didn't use them for anything, or we will arrive and have him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. We don't want to be the girls that show up with excuses saying, ah, yeah, I just, I didn't know what to do with that, or I didn't feel confident using that, or I didn't know how that could impact somebody. We don't want to be those girls. We want to show up and have God say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You invested your talents well. You used them to not only help yourself, but to improve the life of others. That's a gift. Bottom line is that all Christ wants any one of us to do is to play our part. Just like the instruments in the orchestra, play your part because every part is important. He doesn't give out unimportant parts. And the good news is that Jesus does not expect the same result from all of us, but he does expect the same effort. He never compares you with anyone else. So why should you? Why should you be looking at someone else's bag of talents and wondering if you have enough? Why should you be looking at what someone else brings to the table and feel inadequate? Jesus has prepared you for your mission with exactly what you need. The key is, my friend, that you have to use it. Jesus doesn't look at what you have He looks at what you do with all you have. Today, take a step forward into the life you have been designed for. Put your blinders on to what the people around you have and focus on what you have been given and how you can use those skills to make the lives of other people better. When you focus on servitude, success will follow. What are the particular talents, gifts, resources, treasures, and abilities that God has entrusted only to you? How can you use those today? Let's just take a moment to pray, my girls. Good morning, Jesus. Thank you for bringing us together on this day of life. Thank you for the gift of our talents. Every one of us has been given different abilities, skills, treasures that we can use to bring glory to you and to serve others. And Lord, help reveal to us what those talents are. Help show us what gifts you've given us. Help bring them to light in our lives. And if we feel like we are inadequate, please show us that we have what we need for today and that tomorrow you will provide what we need then that we don't need to ever feel inadequate because you fully equipped us for our mission today. We're so grateful that you're in our hearts, grateful that you're in our presence, grateful that you are with us right now. Lord, we ask for all your blessings in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
All right, girl, I'm going to send you on your way. But just a reminder, you've got talent. You've been given talent. You've been given skills and abilities to shine on the world today. So go on out this week. Go do that. I'll meet you right back here next Tuesday. Wishing you all of God's blessings from my heart to yours. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.